Welcome to The Scoop, your weekly dose of internal talent news from here and around the globe. So grab your popcorn and open your mind as I hand you over to our anchors from Tarpod, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Scoop. I'm Lauren. And I'm Craig. And we're here to bring you all the up-to-date talent acquisition news. We are the Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone of TA News. Shut up or I'll punch you in your baby maker. (laughs) (laughs) Been dying to say that. Anyway, let's just get down to it and stop all the shit today, everyone. So, chat GPT-4, AI boom or the new Napster? We are in disagreement when we We chat about this. But anyway, let's get into it. And, And I was reading in The Economist and The Vox, this week and a few other different news places that in January we saw a class action suit filed against Stability AI, the developer of the AI art generator Stable Diffusion, alleging copyright violations. Meanwhile, Getty Images, a UK-based photo and art library, says it's also suing Stable Diffusion for using its images without licence, as well as developers filing against Microsoft GitHub for code IP theft. Well, what does that all mean for ChatGPT? You got that right this time. Yes. Anyway, um, we've mentioned in previous uh, episode around ChatGPT that uh, the GDPR concerns around privacy when using AI and filtering and can add bias, etc. When we're looking at it in a TA perspective, so I'm I'm going to sit back and watch this space on this one because I actually think that the AI boom and new Napster is is a could be a thing because I, I think there's going to be a lot of copyright infringements. Everyone's jumping on this. Mm, I love I love chat GPT and I don't see how love you can Love or hate it mate. There's copyright infringement. I don't see how there can be a copyright infringement when they're actually producing the work. Anyway, that's your opinion. Let's keep going. Look, I want to talk a little (laughs) bit more about ChatGPT, if you don't mind. I was looking at an article from firstpost.com, and I know a lot of people have seen this, but um, ChatGTP4, which is the new iteration, which is supposed to be mind-blowing, was asked, because it's actually quite self-aware, it was asked, what sort of jobs could it replace? Mm. And it came up with a list of 20. Do you read all 20 or just tell them no, really? Just get right. to the crux. So the crux is that recruiter was actually listed as an occupation that ChatGPT will replace, according to itself. What do you think about that? I don't think so. If you take away the human touch from what we do, I think maybe it'll help in some some of the uh, screening, some of the bulk recruitment areas and things like that. But you take away that human touch, and again, I think we're going to be in some serious trouble. Well, I did see that a lot of the comments um, on this article online were around that, to that extent saying that, you know, that there's been so many pieces of technology that come out to say they'll replace replace recruitment but never been able to. No, you can't. You but take what, away the human connection and you've just lost the whole entire human piece. But what I will say, just the last thing I want to say about it is a recent poll of a 1,000 business leaders conducted by ResumeBuilder.com um, have adopted chat GPT in their company in some way or the other in starting to replace some parts of recruitment or other AI capability? Well, I do think that we've got to be looking at the um, the nature of intellectual property and the pros and cons of driving full speed into a new tech landscape before anyone knows the rules of the road. So at the moment, I'm just seeing a, it's a bit of a Napster. Let's launch and apologise later. But anyway, it's watch best this way space and we'll see what happens. All right, what's next? Some bad news, actually. Oh. We're seeing layoffs around the tech sector again. Oh. AWS announced yesterday that they're about to... They're 
about to cut 9,000 employees. I'm not sure how this is going to affect us in Australia. This is a global cut, mostly along AWS, PXT, advertising and Twitch. So let's see how that shapes up for our Australian friends. Are we seeing any stopping or slowing down of this, Lauren, in your no, sector? No, because the News Corp have also just announced that they're going to cut 200 people from its ranks globally on a cost-cutting drive and trying to drive up subscribers to reduce the churn and tightening customer got, spending. Got so, to pay for Rupert's new wedding somehow. Well, that's right. On to wife number five. Mm. Hey, let me just switch lanes a little bit for a moment, talk a little bit about DE&I and pose the question that was in recruiter.com this week is why are women leaders leaving their jobs in such unprecedented numbers? So this article talks about how we, how, how we had the great resignation, the quiet quitting, and now we're having the great breakup of 2023. And they say that they've done a big survey and the three main reasons that women are changing jobs in droves are that women leaders want to advance, but they face more challenges than men. And I'm going to throw this over to you in a minute, Lauren. Mm -hmm. Women are underrepresented in the organisations but overworked. And women demand a better work culture focused on diversity, equity and inclusion, overall well-being and flexibility. What what We've do you been think? screaming this for years, people. So it's not changing, but no, and now changing. instead of instead of opportunities being taken away from females, it seems a lot of females are saying, "You know what? I'm just going to walk away from what what is there because it's not good yep. enough." We're just sick of it. We're sick and tired of banging that drum. Time to walk away and just find something that gives us what we want. But anyway, also just across the ditch, Datacom has just announced that they're embarking on a restructure for the New Zealand sales team, with around 20 roles in the country being impacted. Don't exactly know what they mean by the word impacted in their statement, but let's see where that lands, those lovely people over at Datacom. And I want to just circle back again, back to the female gender and equality in work issue. The Age this week talked about a camp that igniting girls' passions for future in firefighting. So there's a, a, a professional firefighter called Bronnie McIntosh, and she started these camps purely for women to learn firefighting in an industry that has representation of 95% male. And she's just secured funding from the NAB Bank to keep having these camps to bring women into the workforce in firefighting. And it's really interesting. And I think that there's areas that um, that are otherwise dominated by male that could be opened up in, in this way. Okay, that's fair. I will give that. There's a lot of industries like that. But I'm going to throw one, another D&I one for you. First Nations entrepreneurs are almost non-existent in the Australian business landscape, but sisters Adele and Cara Peak have planned to change this, according to the Fin Review. The Yawurura Banuba women launched a broom-based innovation hub called Make It Happen, which is designed to support and develop Indigenous entrepreneurship. It has been supported by the likes of Deloitte, global law firm K&L Gates, early stage venture capital firm Investable, ShopU, Juwan and the USE Sports Partners, Atlanta Premier. Adele Peake uh, says to the financial independence is the key to true self-determination. First Nations people are disproportionately locked out of today's economic opportunities and workforce, Ms Peak has said. By enabling Indigenous people to start their own business, we can effectively transition from unemployment to entrepreneurship and self-employment. Well bloody done, ladies. Yeah, that's brilliant. That, that is a freaking great, great on idea. And like, I wish you all the success in the world on that one. So hats off to you. 
Yeah, and, and staying on that theme, there was a recent survey by Jim, um, 2023 recruiting trends, and if we're talking about the biggest barriers to improving diversity hiring, and this is through their survey, over 80% of respondents from a talent acquisition perspective said finding unrepresented talent and moving underrepresented candidates through the hiring funnel are the two biggest barriers to employing in diversity. What do you think about is that is that fair or is that just a cop-out? Oh, no, I think it's reasonably fair. I think we should find them and really make it happen because we all know that a CV is what, 20% of what someone can do and what they're about and if uh, English is not your first language yeah. and you haven't run a spell check, sometimes that can just automatically cut you out and that's not fair. And we would love to hear from anybody who is listening who has a, a positive story around their own diversity hiring and how it works so we can report that. Absolutely. Now, one final good news story that we've got here, Lauren. The four-day working week seems impossible. An oh. employee's dream. So why is it working? And this is reported by ABC News. So recently, there's been a, a program in the UK, a trial where uh, workers who had to work four days a week were paid 100%. More than 61 businesses took part, and 56 of those are continuing with the project after it ended. And a Senate report has called on Australian governments to trial the scheme with public servants. Do you think that will have any traction? <laughs> Please, no. It's hard enough to get a passport now and if you're getting money, make them work four days a week, we're screwed. Don't do it with the public servants. No. Anyway, but on a light note, we're going to cut this today and we're going to say tomorrow is the Brisbane Recruitment Meetup for TA, RPO and recruitment professionals to get together, have a few bevies, our first one launching off the ground. So that is Thursday, the 23rd of March and I will see you in Brisbane with a few tasks pod giveaways everyone that's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from me stay classy bris vegas